This podcast is being brought to you by our friends at Redmont Vodka. You can find them on the web at www.redmontdistilling.com. My homeboy from way back. Tell me a joke. I guess I am the joke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hold on. Ivor, we said we was going to do this. Let's go. Three, two, two one. one. Boo! I'm like Prince Akeem today and coming to America. I am very happy to be here. <laughs> is is how I'm feeling with the week. It's not it's not been a bad week. It's just been a very busy week. But when I'm able to get in here with Iva and all of our wonderful guests, very excited about the guests we have tonight, and uh, we're able to bring you guys bits and pieces of Intravenous 205. It, it definitely lifts my spirits, and I need those spirits lifted today so iva what we got we got some spirit lifting that's what we got my friend i just want you to know first of all how much i love you and how much i appreciate you thank you and how much but you're talking to me yes sir (laughs) yes sir how how integral this thing have you have been to this thing this baby is just as much Yours is mine, so I want to. I want you to stop saying my show. <laughs> this is our show. I hear you. I'm just here to spin records like blue. <laughs> if y'all don't understand that for the younger audience, listen, please go check out the very, very fine piece of art <laughs> known as the Players Club. Yes, it's sir. A film. So, um, and another thing, you always talking about. You don't want to spoil it, but I always put on social media who coming that evening, so you really ain't spoiling nothing when you say who's going to be on. Got it. <laughs> Got it. They already know. So with that being said, my homeboy from way back, tell me a joke. I guess I am the joke. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hold on. Iva, we said we was going to do this. Let's go. Three, two, two one. one. Boom. You suck, you suck, you suck. You and the mayor, don't come on my show without your joke. I told you to Google a joke. I just said, Google a joke. I said, look up Siri. Siri will give you a joke. No, what you going to do? You just going to do what you want to do, huh? We want the three degrees. Remember San Francisco? (laughs) We want the three degrees. Everybody's not meant to be a comedian. Hey, man. Knock, knock, who's there? You know what I'm saying? It's get a joke, man. Y'all, all right, all right. It's all good. We getting to the point where I'm going to just start yanking the cord and ending the shows, <laughs> man. If they, come on, if they don't come on here with a joke, I'm telling you, I'm ending the show. Randall, I'm ending. my dude. How many times did I say bring a joke? How many times did I say bring a joke? How many times did I say bring it? I've, I, right. I usually follow your directions. No, you never. You never follow my directions. I follow your directions, Mr. Chairman. Let's not try to yes, do that flip. I got a joke. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. So there's a guy. He uh, was really good friends. It was Phil. Phil is the, is the gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he was really good friends uh, with, the, with, with this guy named Euripides. 
both both Jewish gentlemen. Okay. Uh, they grew up together, grade school, high school, came time to go to college, university level. They they went their own way. Okay. So about 20, 20 years later, Phil, he's, he's sitting down in his office. He's made it, the CEO of his own company, and he tears his pants when he sits down. Hmm. Okay. So he's like, man, you know, I'm a CEO. I can go get this fixed today. So he goes, finds the nearest tailor, and he uh, walks in there, and the owner turns around, and he says, you rip of these. And he said, uh, no, I, I, I didn't rip of those, <laughs> but I'll fix them. <laughs> Thank you for giving me a joke, man. I do not, I just, I cannot function until I hear me a good joke at the beginning of the show. Man, you said it before, um, um, the cameras and the uh, mic came on. Bro, how long have we known each other? How long have we been kicking it? Over 30 years. About 34 years. It is. God is good. 34 years. So that's a testament of you being a solid person. Likewise, uh, So, you know, I've been around the track. I've been around the world. And um, I can say that you're a friend. Man, you are definitely a friend to me. Look here. um, When we met, right... The high, we were in high school in the, the the high school fraternity club scene was huge back in the day, and I just been I've been waiting to get somebody on here that was hanging with me way back in the day. Now I know that club eligible bachelors, Chi uh-huh. Epsilon Beta, uh-huh. is the greatest that ever did it. But okay, what 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 was that look? you was in, man. I think we're chartered downtown. Um, <laughs> I think civil rights icons were part of this fraternity. Um, when you think of leadership, you think of, oh, you, you know, Phi Alpha. You just sit back and look at the great leadership. So Maurice Muhammad, um, Terry White, yeah, Terry McClure, yeah. Montel Moore, yeah. Dr. Rick Ransom. Yeah. When you think of leadership and you think about people that are leading the charge, you think about the brothers of Phi Alpha. We had a good time. It was a good run. And I always share with people this. If 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 we could do a movie about that time in Birmingham, because it was a time when middle class African Americans were able to send their kids to school. It was the first generation of kids going to private school. Yeah. Um, HBCUs, people were moving to Forestdale, people were living in Bush Hills. So we reaped the benefits of the U.S. steel migration yeah. to African-American middle class. So we did a lot of things, and we experienced a lot of stuff, yeah. you know, and that incubator of sororities and fraternities, it was real because and, and, our and, parents kind of put us in situations to be successful. Yeah, and and what's so cool about it is, you know, name some of them. We, we had Esquire... Yeah, Phi Alpha, Polo, KTU. Phi Yeah. Then on the ladies, you know, Valdez and uh, GTE. But where I'm going with this is those same cliques that we came up in, uh-huh. even though we were kind of in different organizations uh-huh. or at different schools, when you look at the leadership in Birmingham, uh-huh. in the state of Alabama, and in this country, uh-huh. A lot of us have our roots and our first leadership positions yes. in in the high school organization. You know, you think about Dr. Aaron's and he was in Fai. You know, people don't forget that 
back then, that's all we had was each other. So, that's you know, stuff, we yeah. were able to lean on each other. We were able to lean on our parents. Back then, I think it sometimes. My dad was in 5E. Yeah, back then, it was the first generation of people kind of graduating college. Yeah. And then you know, you had people that my parents worked at U.S. Steel, so, you know, we were able to do a lot of stuff because, you know, they made pretty good money. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so my dad was at yeah. U.S. Steel. So if your parents worked at U.S. Steel, you were kind of considered middle class. We had a Cadillac. Properly uh, mobile, you know, yeah. middle class. Middle class, private school, travel. Yeah. So we were able to experience a lot of stuff that they didn't experience. So we were able to adapt and put those leadership skills. And I sit back and look at people now that are in leadership now. They all kind of came out of that incubator. Yeah, really. You know, and, um, you know, I w- that was a good time. It was a special time. But we're here now. It's 2000 and. 22? Yeah, but but hold on. I don't, I don't want to leave that too soon because I want to – where I'm going with this is, right, uh-huh. there are, you know, a lot of um, – we have peers, we have uh, friends in school, and we talk about, you know, some of the challenges uh-huh. that they had, right? Uh-huh. We didn't have those challenges. Like, bro, I did not – I did not grow up with – um, having to worry about something to eat, right? I did not have that problem. I did not, you know, have hand-me-downs and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so what I'm saying, where I'm going with this is, to whom much is given, much is required, right? And we have been in, in we, we, were, we started with a little leg up, if you will. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to in any shape, form, or fashion. A little structure. I wouldn't say leg up. We had a silver spoon in our mouth. A little structure. You know, we, we, so where I'm, what I want to hear is, what are you doing with that, right? What what are you doing? How are you giving back? You know, I I love it what you're doing at at the park board. I love it how, you know, you are stepping up and trying to keep parks open and making sure these kids have something to do. Tell us what you're doing at the park board. Well, let, let, let me let me kind of go back to what kind of helped frames leadership. Okay. You know, I sit back and look at, you know, when we were in school, we had summer sports, uh, Miles College summer sports. Um, we had the science, different groups. These same things are going on right now, but our parents make sure that we were involved. And I think that the gap that we have now is that a lot of times we don't, cherish or we don't want to put our kids in situations to be successful when i'm saying that you assume that it's going to happen our parents didn't assume mm-hmm. you know we, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. you know we That's got right. challenges like everybody else it was single moms back then grandmas raising kids so but they made sure that summertime you had a job you weren't going to sit down in the house all day you got to get up and cut grass mm-hmm. you know you're going to be involved in sports it, so it. i tell people this all the time the 80s kids are different from the 90s kids because, yeah, our parents prepared us, but they also put that fire under you. Yeah, because, they were intentional. Because if I have a mama called my mama and said, yes, sir. Montel out of line, guess what? It was some smoke at home. But not only yeah, that, yeah. but my mama was going to deal with you before yeah. you even got home. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. where Where is the community? Where is yes. the village? Yes. You know what I'm saying? We're scared to... Uh, uh, chastise one another's kids, say something to one another's kids. What I mean, how are we going to succeed? Steve, Steve Harvey said something yesterday, and Dave Chappelle said it a couple of weeks ago. 
this council culture is going to ruin leadership because you can't be accountable. I can't tell you you're doing a bad job. If I tell you you're doing a bad job, you're going to email my boss and yeah. saying that, you know, what I'm telling you is not constructive. I'm just telling you how to, how to get better. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. we don't hold each other accountable, and we're scared because of this council culture. This council culture is going to be – it's going to – keep our kids from being successful because they're not held accountable. Mm-hmm. That's just my two cents about our generation to this generation. You know, we, we were held accountable. We tried. We kind of, we all were still friends now. We can reach back because people are in leadership. These kids now, I don't, I don't, I'm, I just want to see what they're going to be doing 25 years from now. The parenting is, is what's different. You know, as, as he was talking, I had three or four thoughts. I'm going to share one. I'm going to share one after break. So one of the things that I did just to have pocket money between uh, the spring and fall semesters when I was at Alabama, because I never did summer semester, was I worked at the YMCA. So it was a day program. Parents dropped their kids off anytime after 6 a.m. and you got to pick them up by 6 p.m., right? So we're talking 2002 to 2005 during the summer. And what I noticed is when I would try to talk to the parents about, hey, this is what your child is doing to be disruptive, you know, that actually hurts the other kids. Yes. That actually, mm-hmm. it, it, even if it's something something small, I'll, right. give you, I'll give you all a real good example. This one kid, he went into one of the cabinets and stole a pack of balloons for no other reason than he, that he just felt like doing it. Mm-hmm. I watched him do it, and I wasn't going to stop him. So but I knew what time his mom usually got there. Five minutes before that, I said, come here and bring me your book bag. He wouldn't let me in his book bag. I said, okay, are we going to go in it now or are we going to go in it when your mom get here? He said, do it when my mom get here. With this look on his face like he didn't care. We went in his book bag and showed his mother. You know, he, st- he stole these balloons, talked to her about his behavior and whatnot. She pulled me aside. I'm thinking she's about to tell me she's going to beat the brakes off of him when she get him home. Mm-hmm. She said, I pay X number of dollars for my son to come here while I'm at work. Don't tell me what he's doing during the day. That right there. That right there. I'm gonna just leave it at that. We gonna go to break. That right, that right there. Auntie Mama. I'm just saying the parents, if man. It is what yeah, we just we got challenges. And we gonna come back on a better note, but that right there is what I'm talking about. All day. Well, let's cut off. Um, I got to say this. Um, huge shout out to Redmont Vodka for sponsoring this episode. And um take it away, Mr. Barkley. Hey, I'm Charles Barkley. Call for a Redmond and water at bars and restaurants throughout the great state of Alabama. Redmond Vodka, available at select ABC stores and package stores. Redmond Vodka is eight times distilled, gluten-free, and is made from non-GMO corn. Looking to support a local business? Redmond Distilling is Alabama proud and minority-owned. Learn more online at redmonddistilling.com. All right, so we back. Thank you to Redmont Vodka. The number one vodka in the state of Alabama. Mr. Charles Barkley. Yes. So I said I was going to tell you all the other, the other side of that coin. Let's go. Okay. So when I was growing up, because you said 80s babies multiple times. I was born in 83. When I was growing up, my father would get me a subscription to any magazine I asked for. Game Pro, Sports Illustrated, The Sporting News. I mean, off the top of my head, I, I can't even name them, but I had magazines that would arrive in the mail every day. 
and my friends, oh, you spoiled. He gets you whatever you want. I was like, yeah. I mean, I, I just I ask and he does it. Now, let me explain to y'all, and I think y'all already know where I'm going with this, why he did that. All I did, if I wasn't in a, a school book and I, I participated in a lot of athletics, what was I doing? I was reading. I, I was reading politics, religion, sports, general news, fashion. I mean, you know, life what it was to be a teenager or, you know, what, it, what I would be looking at as I grew into an adult. So without telling me, that was his way of pushing me to do something very basic that a lot of kids these days don't do, which is read. I was reading and reading and reading every day. And that's just a small scale example of what you were just talking about. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we got to get these kids' faces out of these screens and into some books. Shout out to the Birmingham Library System. Look here, we're going to play this uh, dozens game I love to play, right? Wow. Pick a pick a charity. No, I take that back. And don't you hit that table. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Instead of picking a charity, we got some nice Red Mont gin here and some r nice Red Mont vodka. If you don't answer a question, you got to take a shot. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's going to be easy, though. All right, <clears throat> J-Wings or Green Acres? Green Acres. Marquettes or Alphalettes? Ooh, boy, you put me in the mix on that one. <laughs> Neutral. Shot. You going to take a shot? You want the vodka? Let's For see. those of you, which is all of you, that are not here, I, I'm going to give you a step-by-step. Uh, Iva is opening the vodka. He is struggling. You can hear him struggling with the plastic on the struggling vodka, ladies and gentlemen. The there are two minutes. A, there he are two is not minutes. a drinker. You can tell. There are two <laughs> minutes left in the game. Oh, he, he, He's removed the top. He's, he's passed the vodka. We have the shot coming, ladies and gentlemen. We have a winner. Let's go. I don't have a cup. I do it with the cowboy yeah, style. Yeah, take it cowboy style, man. This is what it is. You didn't want to answer the question. And I can say the shot has been taken. My main man. So smooth. Man of his word. Eight times to steal, gluten-free. <laughs> Alabama or Auburn? Roll Tide. Rodney Scott's barbecue or Saul's barbecue? Rodney Scott. Uh, old school or new school? Neutral. Take a shot. We watching. We watching. Okay. Yes, sir. He going to be right this evening. None GMO. <laughs> he turned this into a whole promo for <laughs> right red my vodka. I believe he might be doing it on purpose. I think he is, too. No, no. I'm a team player. Biggie or Tupac? Biggie. Bayou Classic or Magic City Classic? That's nasty, man. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> That's nasty. Yes, yes. I'm a Southern Jaguar, so I have to roll with the Bayou Classic. All right. Charles Barkley or Michael Jordan? I got to go with my check writer, man. Charles Barkley. <laughs> you crazy? <laughs> Are you crazy? All right, all right, Charles all right. Charles pay my insurance. <laughs> what's, what's he like? Well, he's a good brother. Um, you know, the good thing about Charles is what comes up out of his mouth is what he genuinely believes. Um, he's a, he's a person that believes in what he believes in. And right now his focus has been, it's crazy, HBCUs and African-American males. 
Um, Let me thank him on behalf of Miles College for that million-dollar donation. Yeah, we're like $6 million in. Um, Tuskegee, Miles, Alabama A&M, Morehouse, and Clark. And we have some more that we'll be working on in the near future. But his commitment is that he believes in black males. He believes in education. Uh, he just believes in, hey, you need a leg up. He always said, you're not going to get a chance to play football or basketball, but you could damn sure be a teacher or a fireman. That's right. Well, you know, he really believes in that. His passion is that. Uh, you know, we're just fortunate, you know, that our partners, John Hudson and Charles Barkley, really believe in HBCUs. I believe in HBCUs. And uh, we just put our money where our mouth is. Man, thank y'all. Seriously. All day. Thank you. Thank you so much. That deserves much. a shot. That deserves a shot as well. Now, while you taking another shot, let me ask you this. Um, is he going to run for governor? Sure not. <laughs> so we are not going to have no. a Governor Charles Barkley at any point? No. He just believes in, you know what's so funny? Uh-huh. Alabama people study politics. Uh-huh. And he's in a good space. He loves Mayor Wolfen. He believes in Mayor Wolfen. He believes in the city is going in the right direction. Um, so he's happy to play a role in making sure that we got quality representation. Well, that's what's up. So whatever he could do in Alabama to push that agenda. You know, I've been with him when uh, Obama calls. I've been sitting right next to him when uh, he had to do something for Joe Biden. You know, and I tell him all the time. I say, you're the most famous, non-famous person I know. And, that's, uh, that's that's him. And He's um, so just regular. You know what I'm you saying? Know, and, but it just, and I always tell people this. People always ask me, uh, Montel, how do you know Charles, your good friends with Wesley Snipes, Takeo, you done met the president. I always go back to this story. This is one of Wesley Snipes' stories. I mean, it's a true story. We were in New York. We were riding from a party. Robert De Niro, we having dinner. We all hanging out. And Wesley said, Montel, Wesley said, Montel, the reason why you're successful, I mean, the reason why you're going to be able to navigate in the rooms you are, because you understand it ain't about you. Mm. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. I'm in these rooms mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. of Charles Barkley. I'm in these rooms because of Wesley Snipes. I'm in these rooms because Ivor may know somebody. But I understand. Sometimes I lead, sometimes you lead. So I'm humble enough person to understand that. I don't wear my emotions on my sleeve. You know, I, I didn't travel the world with Kevin Lyle. So I understand. It ain't about me. I just want to get in the door. Maybe I can absorb some things from these people right, to kind right. of do what I need to do. And I can pass along to some other folks. Do it. Is that not what I say, my man? Now, look here. Um... We know what pays the bills, uh -huh. but I want to get back to this park board chairman. You know, I love yes. talking about yes. what's going on here in the city of Birmingham. I love it. And uh, I want to thank you for being instrumental in pushing this thing with the USFL. What's that going to look like for the citizens of Birmingham? Where are the games going to be played? What, what's going well, on? Well, Legion Field will host about 10 to 12 games during the course of the year, and uh, the rest of the games would be a protective stadium. Uh, I was serious about making sure that our community had a voice. So our voice was, uh, I want us to be able to get the experience. I want the kids on the west side to be able to come to Legion Field and enjoy the games because we're comfortable, because, because that's our incubator. That's our safe haven. And uh, it was important to me that Legion Field played a role. Um, the great lady is still here. Yeah, um, we got band aids on it, but she here. Yeah, um, and we're doing what we can to offer services to the community, 
And uh, we're going to be doing it for the World Games. We're going to be doing it uh, wherever it's opportunity what for us. What kind of sports are going to be out there for the World Games? <sighs> right now, I think we're doing the NFL flag football for okay. one. But things are constantly changing. Um, Nick Sellers is a good partner with the World Games, so he understands that uh, people want to be involved on the West Side. So if it's anything else that we can do, we're open and, and, and we're ready. And um, Legion Field is sitting on ready to go. But like I said, we'll be doing concerts, band stuff, Whatever it is that we can do at Legion Field, we're going to do it until we decide to do something else. And how long will the Magic City Classic still be at the at uh, Legion Field? Well, right now, uh, it's still under under contract. Okay. And then when the contract is up, it's up to the universities to kind of renew to see if if like they want to keep stay at Legion Field or if they want to go and get a new experience. Uh, we've been fortunate that we had them at Legion Field for years, but if they decide that they want a new experience, we're happy for them also. You know, but we are here to try to provide a service to the community. Um, think about it. When the, when when COVID hit Birmingham, who was there at Legion Field? Man, I'm gonna tell you. You know, so one of the one of the most I, I just had so much fun doing that kickball yes. out there at Legion Field. Yes, man. If if we could do stuff like that, uh, shout out to Joel Simmons. Mr. I am Birmingham, I am Beham, and what he's doing at uh, Fountain Heights. Man, if the more stuff we can do out there, community-wise, uh-huh. the better for everybody, man. It doesn't have to be pro sports. You right. know what I'm saying? We can have the little leagues playing out there. We can have community events. So I'm just I'm just being an advocate for the neighborhood. Well, think about it like this. Legion Field is sitting on 99 acres. So it is a lot of opportunity to do a lot of things. Yeah. Um, we have a great relationship. You know, the Park Board is an independent entity, uh, but our funding comes from the city. Yeah. We have a great relationship with the mayor and the council, so they know that we are working to do what we can to try to make sure that those 99 acres are there to provide a service. So we are working on some great things to come. Um, you know me, my job is to be aggressive and be proactive. Absolutely. Um, I have a great relationship with the community, a great relationship with the private sector. So hopefully we can kind of change the look of that area. Uh, but Legion Field is there. We're open. So whatever we can do to provide a service for the community, we're going to continue to do that. And the USFA will be playing games there. We're happy. And, and we and we look forward to it. That's what's up. Now, um, we're about to get out of here, but I always want to mix up some fun and some serious thought as well, right? Yes, sir. One of the things we've talked about, um, I got uh, Sebastian Cole to wax philosophical about, uh, uh, um, what was it, black black men and mental health. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's it's serious. Um, Now, what I want you to give us a, a little blurb about, being that you're chairman of the Park and Rec Board, how important is exercise and getting outside for our children, for our young people, and our adults? It's very important. And this is what I figured out with this challenge I've had. It's all about what you eat. You know, if you exercise well, but you go to go eat 10 pieces of fried chicken, it ain't going to work. So you have to work on it together. Um, I walk Legion Field all the time. Yes, you do. But the eating habits have to get better for our community. And we need better restaurants in our community. We need better quality restaurants in our community. Man, so yes. if, if we able to provide that, because we work out as a community, but we eat bad. It's all about the diet. 
You what know, you I put think it in it, is what you get out. Yeah. So, man, I'm telling you, people walk at the comp, comp, um, the Five Points West. They walk at Legion Field. They walk at these parks. But then you go home and eat a ten piece with a pepper because that's all you got in the community. And Kiki Poo. So, so guess what? We have to try to provide a balance. But like I said, during the summertime, we provide one of some of the best summer activities for the kids. Our parks are full. Our are the pool, right now, the pool's going to be open for the summer. We should probably have at least two or three pools open. Pools are expensive. And this is the biggest challenge we have. A lot of those pools were when we had integration. So you had pools in the white area. You had pools in the black area. Some of these pools are 60, 70 years old. So when they break down, it costs a half a million dollars to fix it. We don't have the money in our budget to do that. So we got to figure out how we're going to consolidate, what pools we're going to keep open, and and we do a good job working with our council. Our council understands at the end of the day, you know, you want to put $200,000 in it and it breaks down next year. So we are working with our council people to make sure that we can try to provide a central location for each area and those areas to be able to provide a service for the summer. Man, I appreciate you. I want you to come back next time you come. Yes, sir. I want you to talk about the 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 live side of Montel Morton. It's yeah. like, man, you got some stories to tell, I man. Do. I do, I do. So um I just want to thank you, bro. And uh see you next go round. Hey, I hey. love it. Thank you guys for being here. There's no iron team, but I win. And I'll you with it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, man. And right. shout out to you and Red Mont Vodka. All day, baby. We want to thank my friend, the Birmingham Park Board Chairman. Mr. Montel Morton for being a guest. We want to thank you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63 and UrbanHam.com. God bless. This podcast has been brought to you by Birmingham Legion FC. Hammer down.